This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There you go. Thank you, Silence the Voice, with our uh, brand new theme song for 2021. That's not such a bad thing. Jay Gutentag points out that uh, for my doctor's visit, I sang an Andy Gibbs song when he asked me to do some Bee Gees. Gutentag singing that? Yeah, she says, wow. <laughs> John Andy's the one who sang that song you sang. I'm fairly certain uh, you and I heard the exact same stuff growing up. Uh, she said, funny story, my parents probably thought I liked Andy, when in fact, man, all I wanted to do is be Andy Gibb. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a little kid, literally, and they took me and my younger sister to that show. I was there with all those screaming girls, and pretty much I was the only one in the room saying, I want to be that guy, man. <laughs> the Bay City Rollers were there. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, it's a really good documentary, though, if you haven't seen it. I watched... Parts of it, uh, over the break, I saw the last 20 minutes, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But I just marveled at how big uh, Barry Gibbs' teeth have gotten. And then you Kept watch the whole thing. It's, you watch the whole thing, it's pretty, uh, it's like musical fans will sit back and go, holy crap. Talk about, you know, everybody building a wall in front of somebody else. There's also a band I'm, in, I'm listening to, and I can't stop right now. We, we play them here, and the song that we play, I really liked. And so Megan even pointed out, she's like, I like Cleopatra. I'm like, me too. And then I uh, started listening to all their other stuff. That That is, I don't know if it's a dude or it's a two-piece, like uh, Royal Blood. All their stuff is great. Like, it's it gives you hope for, like, rock music again. That, that band is outstanding. Like, it's just one thing after another. Like, this, it's great bluesy-style kind of rock. It's cool. If you're looking for something new, Cleopatra. And it is tough for me to find new things I like with music. I tend to lean back on the stuff that I'm real familiar with or I like. The newest, like Royal Blood, so, geez, I like. you got to weave a little bit of the uh, heritage, yeah. traditional stuff. Well, whatever the they're doing side of it. is great because uh, I've been Royal Blood and Highly Suspect are probably the two lately that I've been like, these are the two bands that I just locked in on. And Highly Suspect's last album was okay at best. Uh, but the one before that was great. So I listen to that all the time, and I just always go back to it. Like whenever I ride my bike, I put my phone on my handlebars, and I'm like, Play Audio Slave, or and then just give me stuff that I know I'm going to be okay with. That yeah. I'm not going to sit and stop and go, this sucks. Or I'll go into the weird stuff like Devil Driver and things like that if I want to ride fast. And Killer Be Killed though, that new Killer Be Killed really is good. a really good one. That was Katero told me about that, yeah. and I started listening to that. That's good for riding too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's a few good ones out there for riding. And Terror, if you ever want to run or ride your bike <laughs> and break like personal best records, have the soundtrack for uh, Terror is awesome. Yeah. 
But, yeah, I'm digging this Cleopatra thing a lot. Uh, well, uh, Brady, Jeremy is the last one. Uh-oh. This is it. A listener emailed and said, uh, this is it. You know, Jeremy is he's the last remaining one. The Missouri woman, the last Civil War widow. Think of that. Wow. Passed away yesterday. She died uh, at... Uh, 96 or was she, she 102? She was... At that point, does it matter? Who's counting anymore? Well, Civil War widow? Civil yeah. War widow. No, she was 17 years old back in 19... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do the math. She married, a, she, yeah, she married a 93-year-old Civil War veteran when she was 17. She was the original Anna Nicole Smith. She was a whore. <laughs> she was his Holy. caretaker. And then he At basically 17. said... We know what caretaker 13. means, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> you but don't have he, to explain uh, that. <laughs> he married her That's right. because then he could get his pension. He couldn't get it if he wasn't married? She's Correct. been getting it the whole time. No, no, no. Still, but what he's saying, yeah. the reason he got married was so that the marry, old so, guy could get his pension. So she would receive, and also she would receive the yeah. soldier's pension. I think he got it. Towards. He was getting his pension, oh, yeah. but in order to give it to her, to pass they it had to be married. So Thank she finally passed away. Take care of me all these years, the couple of years. She was 101. Yep. Yeah. How about that? Isn't that nuts? So she was getting a, a check, uh, a pension check from Civil War widows. Up until just a couple weeks ago. So, <laughs> Man. so Jeremy is the last remaining survivor uh, or connected survivor to the Civil War. Old Jer, right in our hallways. So, but but this is, I think she, I think this lady was on the winning side. She, yes. Yeah, old Jer was, was a fed soldier, yeah. clearly. <laughs> you look at him, he's clearly, he's that dirty. Get out of here, confed. Filthy gray. You could say I can't see Jeremy in one of those nice blue uniforms fighting for the cause. I see him as one of those dirty hillbillies with that big beard standing there with the the stars and bars. And that hat's on a little bit sideways. Some overalls. Yeah, he's got those <laughs> that weird gray coat over his overalls. I'm still fed. I just these suits are hot. Carries guys, one of those jugs. We got to beat up the North. These Yankees are going to take our lifestyle. Speaking of. Uh, Awesome things. This email came to me. Hey, Holmberg, I'm not going to tell you my name because uh, someone will look me up, and I don't want the pressure. I played uh, college basketball. I played college basketball for a team that, that won the whole tournament, the NCAA championship. Uh, it was a little while ago. Uh, my wife loves Arizona. Her family's here, so I relocated with her. Prior to that, I lived in the Minneapolis area, uh, and the Lynx were the WNBA team. There And they used to work out at a gym that my son's club team played at. Now, my son is, uh, at the time, ninth grade, six foot four inches tall. He was skinny, but he was tall. But he stopped growing right there. His club team was really good. Three of the kids went on to prominent NCAA colleges. Anyway, 14 to 17 years old, this team routinely scrimmaged with the Minnesota Lynx. Regularly, the boys would handle the girls to the point where they would call off practice because it got too physical. I doubt quite seriously any WNBA team will take up in your offer, but let me tell you this. If they do, may I silently donate money to help put this event together. I am dying to see this publicized. I've tried to tell people about it for years that my son's team used to beat them on the reg. Let me know, JM. Look at this. You're getting boosters and everything I'm, already. I, this I'm, is great. You know, people want to watch this farce die. <laughs> my WNBA challenge, once again, if you've got an 8th or ninth grade son... 
and his basketball team. I'm putting together an all-star team of 8th and ninth grade boy basketball players to defeat the world champion WNBA team because I know it would happen. And the fact that the WNBA hasn't contacted me is proof that I'm right. They're afraid of my uh, teen boy, as the team is called, the uh, teen girl busters. And they're going to destroy the WNBA one bounce at a time. And we're using a regulation ball. We're not using your little Nerf ball that the yeah, WNBA It doesn't uses. matter. Oh, no. Whatever, it does matter. Whatever you want to do. Whatever ball. Because 8th grade and ninth grade boys have big hands on my uh, – so they got to use a regular side. They can't use that, that grapefruit they use in the WNBA. they got to use a real basketball. Here's the key why they'll it, they'll never win. Um, two big things. Yeah. In basketball, probably starting in seventh grade, maybe even before that. But anytime you had a fast break mm-hmm. and you missed a layup, you're shamed. Oh, you were laughing. I mean, it's just forever. a laugh. Air balls. Oh, hilarious. Oh, and you watch it in the none of it. Mum's the word. Brady, air balls count as a point in the WNBA because there's so there's so many of them. They it's had a to good add them try. In. <laughs> It's E for effort. Because so the got, highlights that we went back and forth yesterday. Oh, so funny. On women uh, BA, what is it? Women uh, women BA films. Yeah. On the Instagram. And man, oh man, it is. The, the one that I saw my buddy Colin sent me yesterday, I sent All to you. All four quarters. That said, this may be the perfect basketball game. And there are like 17 air balls. Uncontested in a lot of cases. Layups, air balls. Uh, what was great, though, is my challenge that I said, I will fund this. I will be... The promoter. I am the Don King of the Girlbusters versus all WNBA teams. My all-star team will take them all on, and I will fund these games, and we'll sell tickets, and we'll have a better crowd than any WNBA game has ever had. And, uh, you know, it's going to be fantastic. And my eighth-grade Girlbusters will go out and destroy a WNBA team right there, and we'll get TV for this, too. And I will be the loudmouth promoter, too. I will be the Don King. And I will say when ESPN says, hey, how about you let these girls have this one? And I will say, oh, the people with the contract to televise these games are asking me to throw the game so they can still promote this. I will uncover every ounce of it. I'm tired of this WNBA. If they they would come out and admit, and the fact of the matter that Brittany Griner says she could compete in the NBA, they have a total of 21 dunks in their 23 years. 18 of them by the same girl. Eighth grade basketball, there's three kids on the court that can dunk. My team will destroy them, as proof by this NCAA champion. Dude's got a ring. And he's like, my kid, we we trounced the Minnesota Lynx pretty much every Tuesday at the gym. And then it became Hilarious. tough because once it became too physical. Yeah. Well, and the reason I'm on this is because, once again, I heard another broadcaster say we're 10 years away from a girl in the NBA. And I'm, you are nowhere near, nowhere near, unless there are special rules and concessions brought in, you are nowhere near having one of your team players break into the NBA. You are nowhere close. And there, but, but if they do pass a rule that says, no, we've got to include a girl on every team, and it's mandatory there's one on the floor at all times, then that's different. But as it stands right now, just pure talent level, and saying I'm good enough to compete, it's not happening. Not a thing. So my eighth and ninth grade boys basketball team, all star team that I will put together. The second I get a call from a WNBA team, I will fund the whole thing. Don't worry about it. I'll find a good gym. We'll get a couple thousand tickets sold at least. I may have to bump up the venue. I may have to rent. Uh, probably going to have to rent the Coyote space and then get the floor. So it's going to cost me a pretty penny. I'll get Damn. it back. I'm not worried about it. I'll get it back. 
I've got people who want to help. I've yeah, got investors. Got yeah, I've, got, good. I've got people that want in on this. Trip came up to me yesterday. Your girl basketball game. I'm like, oh no, I'll kick in a hundred k. Like, all right, <laughs> done. That should cover most of my. Uh, I can't pay the kids. I'm in on this. Eighth and ninth grade boys all star team, and I'll give the girl. I'll start you off ten nothing girls. I remember I was playing uh, when I played basketball a ton in the WNBA first started. This kid showed up with an orange and white ball, and none of us would play. Like, what are you doing? You brought the girls' ball. It's the same thing. It's like it's not. It's like a lot smaller. We had to wait for another guy to come with a regular basketball because we were like – and plus it's embarrassing. No guy wants to talk about it. If you were at a pickup game and you're playing with the WNBA ball, like other dudes like, what are you doing? It's the only ball we had. All right, I'm not taking you seriously at all. So, yeah, that is my challenge to the Mercury, if you're listening. I'll gladly do this. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. And if the girls did win the game, Brady, I would immediately know that they had paid the young men, and I would uncover that as well because there's no way in any situation, unless it's uh, it starts raining indoors, there's no way that the girls win this game without some sort of uh, mob-related uh, point-shaving scandal. Eh, don't worry about it. We're not going to. You guys are. We're not going to take that side. Although, come on, I know. <laughs> but you can make a pretty penny if the odds start going oh, the other yeah. direction. But I love it. I've probably got eight eight people have volunteered their gigantic basketball playing junior high kids. I got about six of them. That one dude, six five, two oh five or something like that. The kid was fourteen, yeah, fifteen. That's guy from Texas. Texas. We're gonna move. Yeah, out yeah, here. yeah we're gonna okay. move him out yeah. here. I can't even grasp that. I was like five three, maybe one hundred and ten pounds. There were men. Well, that's what I always tell that story about Todd Linkus introducing me to what PE was going to be like for the next few years. When he dressed out next to me with his pubes akimbo and his gigantic wang, and I had to, I had this. <laughs> I look like I look like a a 1998 playmate. I was shaved. I was I was pure clean. There was a little bump. What is that? A little. That's a little girl button. I had a little bald man in canoe sticking out. I was a rail. I had this giant head. And there's Todd. And so did Todd. Todd literally. Oh, Todd's, Todd's dick looked at me a few times and goes, hey, man, I'm in seventh grade, too. What's happening? Your dick is in seventh grade, Todd? And I don't know that Todd had a very especially large member, but for seventh grade standing next to me, he was a, he was, he was dong in the, the biggest dong I've ever seen. Gigantic. And then there was some kid named Holly H, again, H-A-J-K-L. There weren't any J's and K's, so it was Holly Holmberg Linkus. And Holly rolls in, and he's got a chest full of hair, dork hanging out. And I'm like, we're in seventh grade. You guys want to, you know, pump the brakes on the whole growing up thing around me. Hey, Holmberg, how come you never take your pants off? I'm pretty much going in the pants all the time around you guys. Because <laughs> I don't want to kill myself by ninth grade. That's why. This is horrible for me. If you guys see what I got, you're never, you'll be telling stories on the radio in 30 years about how little my dick was. Instead, it's reversed. So you're running the mile on your 501s and everything? I would, uh, I would, man, I was fast at changing my pants. <laughs> I was so fast at changing out. 
And then a lot of the times I just go to the next class in my PE shorts, take them home and wash them. I'm like, I'm not taking these off. And I'm never showering in here. Oh, but you're going to grab a towel and take a shower? What? No, I, f- I should be in the girls' locker room. <laughs> this zit I've got that I call a, a urinary tract. I'm not even standing near you guys. This is ridiculous. That must have been really hard for you, too, because they're all singing in the shower. And you just sound so good. <laughs> oh, I do. Well, the echo room. in that big shower. Yeah, especially at Rhodes, where it was just a big <laughs> open area. Holmberg, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> bring that falsetto over here since your voice hasn't changed even a little bit. More than a woman. This kid is awesome. <laughs> I think I'm going to bang him because he, he's got girl parts. <laughs> More than a woman to me. Yeah, it's, it was horrible. But I can't like if if I had to stand next if that kid that that dude was talking about was in ninth grade six five two oh five and his last name was like Holm, which could possibly be Holmes. I but very possibly could be his name. <laughs> I would have. I would the have. Third. I would have dropped out of school. I'd have dropped out. Hey man, I got the locker next to yours. Oh really? There's <laughs> this is why I'm an atheist. <laughs> you don't mind if I use uh. The bottom half of your locker for the sweater my dick has to wear in the wintertime because it's cold. <laughs> your dick has clothes? Mm-hmm. Yours doesn't? <laughs> no. Makes me think yeah. about the uh, Lee Grimes story. Yeah. That happened to yeah. Mark Grace. Lee Arthur Grimes used to take his gigantic wing and bang Mark Grace in the head every time he tied his shoes in the minor leagues. <laughs> oh, it's a great story. <laughs> Shared. Oh, right bring that up. Yeah, Grace. Uh, Lee Arthur Grimes. Grace Grimes right next to each other. And Gracie went... Uh, He's a young kid. First day there. Yeah. Bends down to take a <laughs> take a tie of shoes and, and Lee Arthur Grimes smashed him in the head with his giant <laughs> dick a bunch. And he's like, I was all ready to fight. And everybody else is laughing like, calm down, kid. And he's like, this isn't going to happen every day. <laughs> Gracie goes out there, hit three for four with a couple of doubles. And he's like, oh, geez, this might have to happen every day. Happen, <laughs> <Tap it>, Grimes. <laughs> when Grace was calling Diamondback games, I had a sign. I was in the front row and I text Studley Brady's friend as the producer. And I text him. I'm like, hey. Look down behind home plate. There's a dude with a sign. And it said, hey, Grace, tell the world about Lee Arthur Grimes. And oh. I just looked at Grace, and he's just doing his finger like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm like, I'll do it for you. Great story, but that would have been my life. Uh, yeah, eighth grade. Maybe this maybe this whole WNBA, the eighth grade thing, is uh, some sort of uh, therapeutic thing for me to feel strong in the eighth grade. again. Like I can give power to my eighth grade self. If I allow them to win, because I had none. I was. Did you? You're Italian. You probably had hair in the eighth grade. You're probably coated. God damn it! Did you? Did you pube up eighth in the grade? Eighth? Yeah. Um, right in between thirteen, yeah, eighth and ninth. 14? No yeah, kidding, man. I was late. I was stubble, maybe. Really? Maybe. I was drawn pubes on. I had five o'clock shadow. You know. Did you have a beard no, in eighth no, grade? No, no, no. Yeah, wasn't that. Were you yeah, tall? You did. did you grow real fast? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I started. So you were like six feet. Yeah, I mean, I I was taller than my mother at like ten, or maybe nine. No actually. kidding. Yeah, Italian moms—they're yeah. not. Yeah, oh, they're, she's yeah. short. Yeah, but you were like six feet by the time you were in junior high. You were one of those kids that just uh, kind of hit your early. Probably five ten. God damn it! <laughs> Brady never got there, and yeah. you were there in junior high. <laughs> How, when were you five ten? Yeah, you're, How old? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was about uh, twelve Jeez. when you were you were not five ten then. Yeah, so you didn't have your pubes till later either. Yeah, ninth grade. Yeah, I think mine was like Probably. between sophomore and junior year. I started getting real comfortable with the amount. I'm I, still not real comfortable with the then amount. Then you're okay dressing next to Linkus or what? 
Uh, yeah, I would have been all right with it. Like now, if Todd and I were next, I'm like, hey, Todd, look at this. Things have changed. <laughs> and Todd would laugh and go, yeah, for me too. And then he'd pull it out and gravity had done its work and now Todd's got some anaconda. <laughs> That's what he came out of the gate with in eighth grade, a full man-sized wiener. And I had drinks with that guy a few years later and he was telling me about all the girls he was nailing in junior high. I'm like, that's not true, is it? And he goes, oh, yeah. I'm like, I guess it probably is since you were a man then. But Todd never got any bigger. That was it. Like, he had his growth spurt, and that was pretty much what he was. Yeah, all these hairy dudes. They, they just said, all right, find the, the, the smallest hairless twink we can put in between all the hairiest kids in the eighth grade, and we'll make sure that he's in their class. Holly and his giant dick. Here. Worthless Holmberg and the girl button. Here. <laughs> Lankus and that monster. Here. Yeah, it was awful. Awful. And that uh, one time, I, I don't know if you know the story, but I crapped my pants during back- basketball practice really, really badly. <laughs> no. And the crap fell down into my elastic bands and my ankles. I, I, was, I was a starter. Oh. Yeah, I was a starter on the team. And I had oh. something wrong. And I was like, if I just let a little fart out here, everything would be, It wasn't a fart. And what's worse is it was an uncontrollable, like, uh, sausage roll. <laughs> it was just a full poop. Soft serve. And I, no, it wasn't. It was a real like you had normal, healthy day. poop. It wasn't soft. Oh, I'm so there was a lot of just rolling. It was around. just pooping. All of a sudden I'm like, oh and this poop was just this is a normal poop. And like one uh, of those uh, snakes, the fireworks that you light and it, just, it was a poop, Brady. Oh, yeah. how, many, how many ways can I tell yeah. you? <laughs> Stop trying to make you know, I'll give you some artist pencils and you can draw it if you want. And then, you know, all the rest came out after the fact. But I had this it was probably one of those eight to 12 inch fullies and it's in my tidy whities and I'm running up and down the court. Like I can't lose my starting gig here. And then no one would hang with me. And I went back into the locker room after everything was said and done, cleaned out my sweats, took my drawers off and I didn't even shower because the soccer team showed up. Two reasons. Yeah. See, I thought it was back. Cause I remember like there was balloons in the calf that it filled up. Yeah. The, with the chunks. Sweat. Yeah. But oh, it wasn't oh, water. That would have leaked was- out. I thought it was uh, no. splat spats. No, if it was the spats, oh. it would have it would have leaked oh, out of the man. bottom. My my elastic was holding in the pieces that were chunking off. Okay. It was like a building in an earthquake. Just boom, boom, boom. Things are tumbling down my legs. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And there was no like leg hair to even slow it. It was just <laughs> slick rive, like icy uh, ski slopes, right down. And thank God I had elastic sweats on. Yeah, because I thought originally you were like. Sick, you didn't feel well. I didn't, but I thought, oh, my stomach's not good. And it was just because I had held in this giant beast for tryouts. No, I, had, I was <laughs> way involved, Brady. I was the starting, I was on the team. I'm like, I can't, but it was tight. It was close. And then uh, I took a huge dump in my pants. <laughs> Something to be said about elastic yeah. sweatpants, because yeah. I always stayed away from those. Oh, this where the, I swear, but that's why Mac Weldon has the elastic. And I'm like, this is just just, just in case measure. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it was terrible, just awful. And the first, the first eight to twelve inch uh, pecan roll that came out, <laughs> and then afterwards there was a lot of oddness. Yeah, it was a mixture of of uh, viscous too. I mean, oh. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot going on. In there. But I went into the bathroom and and unloaded the the hall. And then the soccer team came into the thing, and I'm like, I can't even shower up. A, Jeez, what happened in I'm here? I'm covered in feces, and B, I have the body of a six-year-old boy. That <laughs> once this gets out, hey, 
I saw I, powder was in there showering off a bunch of turds. <laughs> it's not a good story. That's junior high. So in a way, I kind of want retribution by beating a bunch of girls who call themselves professionals with my eighth grade team. That was rough. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, the pube thing didn't really happen for me in full till yeah, between sophomore and junior year. And that, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I might have been overthinking. I was just so happy to have enough to be proud you, to show. You did it. think about it because even at an earlier age, I mean, you tried to marker them in. Yeah, I, scr- I, sc- I scribbled like them fourth in. Fourth or fifth grade. No, right? no, that was uh, eighth grade. Between eighth oh, and okay. seventh, seventh so and eighth grade. Late. I so thought it was that was young. Labor Day weekend, we started school. I was in eighth grade the next day. Well, and I drew pubes on. You, you yeah. grabbed a sharpie and just went to town. A girl across the That's a great story. A girl, yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll we'll get Brett to catch up. Jeez. A girl across the cul-de-sac named Denise had huge cans. Right for eighth grade, seventh. I mean, big. Yeah. even today, they're they're probably the third biggest cans I've ever seen out of a shirt in person. They yeah, were, yeah, big girl. Uh, she was also Hispanic, so it's a good thing that I didn't have pubes or I'd be a father. <laughs> so uh, we went into this oleander bush. Because we would, she was, she would always play football. We let her play, and, uh, and then she, but she'd always like let me grab her cans and stuff. So it was getting really weird. Nice. So I was enjoying that quite a bit. And she said, "Let's go into these bushes." And and she goes, "And you can do it again." So she lifted her shirt up, and she goes, "You should kiss him." And I thought, you know, there'd be milk production and all sorts of. I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> so I'm like, eh, I don't know. So I uh, I get in there. And I'm like, I gotta go because she starts wanting to work my stuff too. So I ran into the house and grabbed a pen. So I'm like, I got no pubes. And I started to draw them on. <laughs> and I was going to run back out there and just like keep a 10-foot distance so she thought that the pubes were available, but they weren't. And I had this whole elaborate plan to use my thumb if things got really, you know, <laughs> decoy. <laughs> run the decoy. I'm going to run the uh, – it was an RPO. So I was just either, it was either going to be a keeper or a handoff to the thumb. And uh, the pubes, and so I start. I'm out there, and then I start sweating real hard. And I didn't realize I'd used a blue pen. <laughs> so she didn't look, and I went back into my house and took my drawers off, and there was just blue ink everywhere. Pop, pop a Smurf I, in the underwear. Ink in my pants. Yeah, I got some good stories about the junior high, Brett. That <laughs> oh, pop up now and again. And then people are like, why are you going to therapy? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know why? Uh, there's two. Crazy. Blue shirt. I'm well, yeah. It, well, it was like a blue ballpoint. Oh, okay. But I grabbed it and I'm putting them on there and it was in a, I, you know, it was a quick job. I didn't want anybody <laughs> finding this out. And then I ran back outside real quick. So it was, and I was already sweating because <laughs> we were playing football. And the stuff. lighting was bad. It could potentially work. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between blue and black. We made yeah. that clear with my pants the other day. And when I, and I mean, it was blue, royal blue. Like you look at that and you're like, you just drew blue all over yourself. So I blue men grouped my wang. <laughs> embarrassing and what's worse is they it, the whole thing was never shown it never came out like she never knew it was just for me and now you guys it's <laughs> <laughs> talking to all the kids out there who don't have pubes and now it's like good now everybody shaves their stuff back then yeah. it doesn't work yeah it's there's no you're not fooling anybody with your although it was kind of like a early day filter everybody else fakes it it's no different i was just using the real thing I filtered in some pubes. But the uh, <laughs> the ink merkin just doesn't come, come no, across. No, But it was my objective to fool that girl, Denise, completely with a filter of pubes, which is what uh, 
everybody does on their Instagram now anyway. They all put up false images of themselves. That's what I was doing. I digress. <laughs> Phoenix Mercury. I've called you out with my eighth grade all-star team of Girlbusters. And the Girlbusters thing is uh, for me also. Because I was not a Girlbuster in the eighth grade. Not like Holly and Linkus who stood next to me. Those guys were crushing it. Crushing it. There was a guy so hairy. I mean, he was going. He was advancing so fast. His name was Jim, and, and actually, his uh, son-in-law contacted me. Jim was the fuzziest guy in like sixth grade, full body hair, mullet, and everything else. And by the time he was eighteen, he had male pattern baldness. Like he was fifty-five by the time he was eighteen. I'm like, I'm kind of glad I didn't go through this. Yeah, but it's the Brett Vesleys of the world that ruined little John Holmberg's. And- <laughs> Stand it. What, I feel sorry for uh, any kid named Valentine in your PE class that had to stand next to you and sit there and go, Hey, Brett. Hey, what's going on there, kid? <laughs> so you're changing out? Oh, you know it. I'm gonna, I might walk around a little bit. Okay, I'm going to stand here and wait for you to go outside and it change real fast. I would run to PE, fly in there in hopes that Holly and Lincoln were a little bit late <laughs> just to get my pants changed. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, Yesterday, picking Kirby up after school. Oh, no. See, now you always start these Look stories. Out. I'm talking about we go, pubic hair. I don't like what reminded you that Kirby and you Well, because seventh grade, Lincoln's and all of a sudden I pick oh, her up, God. and um, one of her friends from school says hi. Hi, Mr. Bogan. Oh, seventh boy, grade. You had the full. He's got the thing. Uh, yeah. So your future he's son-in-law. He's, future son-in-law is <laughs> hitting it at seventh grade. And then and then you the put pubes. up the picture of... Uh, Kerbaderbs and the uh, the new house slippers that I gave yeah. her because they sent me the wrong size. <laughs> oh my god! Have been- <laughs> wow, those things look like thirteens, not tens. Yeah. yeah, I looked at They're them again. I'm like, maybe they picture. did put it's twelve and a half. It's about a quarter size of her body. It's <laughs> huge, and those are her feet. Did it fit? <laughs> like a glove. Did she try them on? Did she try? I don't know. I don't think she's put them on yet. Why? But she- what? A, that's rude. She's got it. That was a gift for God's sakes. But there you guys are. You give her the gift of of shoe. And then you post this picture, and it looks like she's holding like a gallon of ice cream because of the whitest shoes ever. I didn't order that particular shoe. I don't know why they threw that one in. So I'm I'm, I'm a eleven and a half or twelve. Yeah. And this ten and a half shows up, and it's white. And the shoes I have are black or gray. That particular house slipper model, and uh, and these white ones show up. I'm like, I didn't order these, and I just I, I stuffed them in the bottom of a shelf. And then when you said it was it was serendipity. When you said Kirby had ten and a half men's shoe, I'm like, so do I. So I'll give her a pair. I'll give her a pair of the. Uh, but I didn't. The white ones are hideous. The black and gray ones are ugly too. I wear them everywhere. I don't care. The white ones are horrendous, and that picture proves they it. pop. But poor little Kirby's hands don't even wrap around. Yeah. the shoes that she is forced to wear. I can't imagine how big those are going to look on her feet because they are glowing white. It's crazy. Did she like them? Did she like? She liked the fact that. Oh, what? It's okay to wear no socks with that? No, it's not. That's disgusting. They say on oh, the whole the, thing it's sockless. Yeah, every, it's every shoe could be that. sockless. There's but, No, yeah. put socks on. Yeah, I told her. Those are going to smell. Te- give them back. They're getting <laughs> abused already. Give them back. I don't want that. Ugh. That's dirty. You don't encourage a kid to put closed shoes over an open no, oh, no, sock up. No, it doesn't matter, boy or girl. Ugh. Smelly dogs. Oh, yeah. If you keep socks on them, though, at least that'll contain the shoe stink. Oh, do you have? Does she have stinky feet? Her shoes smell bad. Oh yeah. Yeah, mine had to stay in the garage. 
the Vans craze when those were they claimed no those socks. were sockless too. Those right. things smelled like sewers in a day. If you've got teenage boys, you have to have multiple pairs of shoes. Yeah, because they stink. And you have to force them to wear the multiple, multiple pairs. pairs of shoes. Yeah. None of your are the- kids are allowed to wear no sock shoes. No. Whatever no, no. stink comes Alex out. Alex wears the no-show socks. Yeah, yeah, the little ones. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Yep. That's disgusting. Yeah, Brady, put a stop to that immediately. You can't have Kirby D wandering around with stink feet. Now, they will wear Ugh. a pair of socks down to its final fiber. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's happens, a guy thing, though. I do the same thing, yeah, or I used to do. Yeah, something. I was walking in the kitchen the other day, and I'm like, "Get your a little airy, cold spot." Looking my sock, I had a big quarter size <laughs> hole in it, and I'm like, "Eh, I got a day left." <laughs> and I feel bad throwing them away because the other socks perfectly fine. Hey, you want to yeah. make? You want to so mate until for they're it. both dead? I'm letting this pair live. And who's ever looking at the bottom of my socks? Yeah. Yeah, the socks I have on today are fantastic. I mean, you can get a good pair of socks, like those Fox River socks I got over at Action Ride Shop. Oh, I've never been happier walking on clouds. Socks change your life. Yeah, don't allow that. Don't buy into the whole you can wear these without socks, especially if a kid's excited about it. She's, your house is going to smell horrible. You can tell when somebody's got teenage kids when you walk into their house. Oh, yeah. Because you can what smell shoes immediately. I did that. I went back to Roach Junior High to give a little talk to the kids, and I couldn't get over how bad the, they all stunk. The whole place stunk. There's a bunch of kids like Brett going through puberty and not understanding deodorant hey. and showering, and they got rust butt. On top of that, their armpits are starting to stink. Their bodies are all oily. The whole school stunk. I feel so bad for public school teachers, 6th to 10th grade, because it's just nonstop smelly people. Ugh. I used to wear a tracksuit to school, Brett. A black puma nice. tracksuit. Like but that. I didn't know how deodorant worked, so I'd just put it on over the suit. I'd have oh. big white stains under my arms. I'm like, I think this stops it. Eventually, it's going to get there and close me out, right? I put that on, splash on a little Drakkar Noir, and head on out. Oh, the Drakkar. <laughs> oh, man, that stuff. <laughs> man. I was a, Rolling. I was an oily Italian without any of the Italian. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's on the big board of musical treats this morning? That's enough about my pubes. <laughs> WNBA, you're doomed. Late pubes. I'm angrier than ever. Uh, Action Ride Shop, big board. We got uh, Pantera, uh, Iron Maiden, Lamb of God a couple times, Tool, Creed making an appearance, Foo Fighters, Rotting Christ making an appearance today. Uh, Right. Nothing more, Death Clock. uh, (laughs) Rotting Christ. I I do not know that song, so I take no responsibility. That's a Marcus fan. It's got to be. 100%. 100%. In the name of God is the name of the song. Give me a little taste of rotting Christ. We'll see if that's a good one. Otherwise, pick one off there. You know so, Tripp's going, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, I was in rotting Christ for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, we did some songs. Yeah, we had a tour. The Honeys. Mm. Somebody says, uh, come on, John. How insensitive are you? Kirby doesn't wear socks. She takes her pillowcases off every morning. (laughs) Let's just say Ronnie's putting a lot of pillowcases together in balls. (laughs) This is Rotting Christ. You have it ready? It's Jay Deucey band. Oh, it's Jay No, Jay Deuce. These guys are actually signed. Jay Deuce doesn't have any of those yet. I don't know Rotting Christ. This is their song 666, John. Wow. That's original. Good start. Fast forward a bit. All right. To the music, they don't look too scary yet. Jeez, this is nothing. 
I think this is a, this, yeah, yeah. Bee Gees wrote this. <laughs> Very good when he took a total change. Right, I like the imagery. Yeah. I'm bored with it. Yeah. yeah. Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Yeah. Is that the chorus? I, I don't think know what so. that was. It's in the middle of, middle of it. I just don't understand how anybody could listen to full albums of that. I like the music. Nah, I could do without the music. <laughs> really? You don't like that either? <laughs> Toledo's right. out. Yep. Something you're not into. All right. <laughs> Toledo, what would you like? Uh, <laughs> I knew nothing more. Let's go to war. Okay, let's do I want to do Death more. Clock. No, nothing more is good. Okay. I like that one. Guten Tag just texted over. Just sent you guys a voice clip about Kirby's flippers, man. Uh-oh. Want to go blind? <laughs> no. All right. Just in case. We got to check it. <laughs> Her flippers. Guten Tag was... Didn't, did, do you have yesterday's Guten Tag? Uh, the one about the... Uh, oh, yeah, Helping yeah. out with shaving I a girl's back. I think that's back. this one. Yeah, give me some of that. You ready? This is, this, is, this is... We were going to do this yesterday. It's uh, our female correspondent helping the ladies with some hygiene. It's Jay Guten Tag. Go ahead. John, you already know my stuff is big shave down south as every single person with a VJJ should be doing. And any person with a vagina needs to have those pits shaved as well. Now, I do have tattooed legs. They're hairy, but blonde, so they don't look hairy like hairy, stubbly, you know what I mean? Because the hair's been there forever. Back clean and soft as it should be. However, I bet I could grow a goatee. Not down <laughs> under either. I prefer flossing with dental floss, and I would have nobody ever oh. use that area to floss their teeth. If I'm not flossing what? down there on you, <laughs> I'm not letting you floss on me, honey. What? But, yeah. Uh, Brady, yeah, little, yeah. Our, little, our little bogan. Mm-hmm. Don't start shaving her now, Brady. She'll grow a mustache for real. She's the razor. Yeah, so Jay said. Those are the helpful female side. That's a, in touch with our feminine side with Jay Gutendorf. <laughs> don't don't big shave yeah. Kirby's mustache, please. <laughs> That's from Jay. <laughs> Listen to that. Oof. Keep it clean, man. <laughs> Tell you what, man. A vagina of mine, it's like a marble countertop, man. That is slick and clean. I picture that same voice of Jay when she was in high school and came across a guy like yeah. you who was sharpieing in his pubes. <laughs> what are you doing, yeah. man? Jay was next to me. G-H. Jay was next to me <laughs> yeah. in P.E. too. You call that a dick? Hey, shouldn't you be in the ladies' room? Shouldn't you? Oh. Damn it, I got no defense. <laughs> you don't floss, I don't floss. I'm not flossing. I could floss with yours, though. You don't even need the hair, man. Anyway, let me talk to that little angel girl to girl. Look at Holmberg, man. He didn't shave in the junior high and never grew a good mustache. Still can't. I don't know what this is. I got going. I'm just, I've never been lucky. With the hair. I got this thing shooting out of my lip. I got nothing up top. My pubes are on strike or something. I don't know what that is. They've never been strong. I see my dad in shorts, and I look. I'm like, you don't, do you shave your legs? He goes, I'm Swedish. I'm like, we don't have hair. I, my legs are hairy. He goes, mine aren't. I thought he shaved them. I never noticed that until a few years ago. So my dad's not a hairy guy either. We kept his top notch. Jerk. <laughs> 
You were right, man. We should do this thing. 